Welcome to episode 20 of Talking Utter Slot, the podcast about collecting, racing, and just plain having fun with slot cars. Be it Skeletrics or Skeletto, Slot It or Sideways, they all bring us joy. As it's episode 20, I can't help picture that most famous racing car ever, Steve McQueen's Gulf Porsche number 20 from that film. Talking of ruggedly handsome men who live just to race cars, here's my co-host and fanatical buyer of spare wheels, Pedro. (laughs) This week we'll be hearing the latest from Pedro on his preparations for the big race at the UK Slot Car Festival, which is in less than two weeks. We'll be lusting over the latest Fly Renault 5 liveries, marvelling at the size of the track used in the Scale Auto 24-hour race, and hearing my confession about NSR tyres. I just wanted to say uh, uh, that um, Steve McQueen, yeah, the number of times I have been um, mistaken for Steve McQueen, um, it's extraordinary. And also, doesn't he do a gesture? Can I do the gesture for you, Scott? There's the gesture from Steve McQueen. <laughs> Which, do you know the origins of that gesture? Well, it was in the Mall. I mean, it was he no, introduced no, 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 it, no. or was it, or was it the English you, Bowman? It's the English Bowman. Yes, you see, there you oh. go. Is there maybe for the imaginary Canadian listener and the two Americans, we could give them a little history lesson since they're ex colonialists? Okay, well, I, I, with apologies to any French listeners. Um, oh my God. Are, yeah. Oh, we have to be careful now. <laughs> we have to be careful. But a long distant past, uh, we were the, when England, Britain, call it what you like, was, uh, was at war. Uh, and looking like it was going to be defeated, it came up with uh, a secret weapon called a longbow which could fire much further than presumably what would hitherto be known as a short bow. Anyway, um, the uh, the reason for the two-finger salute, which is famous from the end of the movie Le Mans, if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, is the bowmen would wave their fingers at the French to indicate that they were that's what they were. They could still pull back because if they were captured, uh, they, the French would chop their fingers off. So anyway, that's the waving of the two fingers to say, I'm going to fire a big long arrow into your head. So. Do they do they, uh, do they chop the fingers off and then um, coat them in garlic and uh, have them have them to eat with a baguette? Is uh, that bordering on xenophobia? I think it might be, or racism even. It's bordering on cannibalism, but we'll move on. I think, <laughs> I think we need to pull it back, Scott. We've we've gone right. Who, off. who knew? Two minutes in, and we're into cannibalism. Anyway, let's <laughs> slightly worryingly. I'm going to ask you to tell us about your preparation for Gaiden. Have you eaten any of your competitors? <laughs> no, there's an idea, which I won't pursue. Um, uh, you've caught me out again. Cause, uh, okay. Uh, preparation. Well, my preparation's been slightly stymied. Uh, that could be the word for today, uh, stymied, because I've been trying to fit tyres. Um, I'm trying to fit aluminium hubs. Oh, this is very tedious. The Mandre- Mandretti? Do you know do you know Mandretti who drove Mandretti. for Ferrari? <laughs> famous, the ma- the fa- fam- <laughs> famous driver for Ferrari, Mandretti. The Mario Andretti Policar 312, which I bought um, as an excuse. I entered Gaydon's F1, I think, race as an excuse just to buy another car. So I bought the Ferrari. I didn't go with the Jackie X car because the front looked a bit wibbly-wobbly and dangerous, and I've already busted my Lotus 72 wings multiple times. 
So I went with the Mario Andretti one and didn't realize that the hubs, we've covered this, I think, but the hubs are smaller on the Mario Andretti car than the standard um, fare from the other uh, March, the Lotus 72, yada, yada, yada. So I'm now struggling to get tires on that meet the minimum diameter requirements as set out by that uh, Conti Roland on slotforum.com. So um, my preparations have been stymied. I have some tires on hubs ready to rumble. I have some inserts, but um, it all looks a bit odd. And uh, if I go with a certain set, then I can't meet the minimum diameter requirements. So there's a outstanding question on slot forum of, uh, what do I do, Andy? That's my okay. preparation. Uh, and so just for to clarify for the known Reese prep ones amongst us, i.e. me and the rest of the audience, what... Um, this is not just an aesthetic question, is it? The sort of size. It's a, there would be some performance advantage from having little wheels, would there? Well, you got me there. I mean, I know there's a performance advantage when you have little wheels and a magnetic effect from a motor, because then you get some magnet traction happening if you keep your motor low uh... enough to the um, uh, rails. But I don't, I don't know whether it's. I need to be careful what I say. But Andy strikes me as a man who likes a bit of authenticity and accuracy and so i suspect the diameter ruling has something to do with that but i don't know the other thing i could say about my prep is that i um i used to think i prepped carefully the complicated complicated the fiddly gear train that you have in a polycar f1 um this i don't know if it's a step up or a step down gear arrangement i'm not that clever um I used to think I took care over those, but I have gone to the nth degree for this because I'm taking this seriously. I'm not mucking about. I'm looking for a podium, as we've already discussed. And so no, I've stripped it down. You'll be, able to done... see, you'll, be, you'll be able to see the podium at the end because it'll have three guys standing on it. Oh, you mean when I aim for it? <laughs> aim to shoot the people on there <laughs> with my longbow. Ah, that's called a callback. Um, in the trade, listeners, that's a callback. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now you throw me. Yeah, I have stripped this. I've stripped down two gear um, transmission me mechanism thingies, and I've gone to the nth degree in the preparation of them, involving Rizzler cigarette papers. And I'm really pleased with what I've achieved. And I'm going to turn up, and I'm going to have my ass handed to me on a plate, and I'm going to be so distraught if I don't get that podium. Okay, that's worrying. Um yeah, I used to think that I, I just like entering races and I just, you know, I was there for the um, shits and giggles of being in a race. And now suddenly I'm getting rather competitive about yep. it before yep. the event. It's going and to be embarrassing, basically. But, uh, and I sort of knew the answer to this question, are you going to do any actual testing of driving the car before the race? Well, I don't have the opportunity. I mean, I can't come to you next week and your polar car track. I could conceivably do it the week after. Um, yeah, because I've never raced on polar car, so uh, that'll be interesting. So, it's, yeah, so yeah, how much weight do I put in the front? Do I put any weight in the front? Yada, 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 yada. All these complications. And, of course, the other complication that people should give you some credit for is you're, you're not only going to be concentrating using one hand on the controller, uh, but you're going to have a microphone in the other one, aren't you? And you're going to have headphones well, on because yep. you're going to be live broadcasting commentary. live from yep. the race. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just pick 
pic- picture him, listener, with you know, headphones on, little aerials coming out of each side, uh, <laughs> little uh, his microphone in his left hand with a little talking utter slot square thing that they have on TV. Or I could do, um, I could do it in a kind of one of those call center things, maybe where the headphones and the microphone are combined. Oh, that would, what, that would like free a, up my yeah. Like Michael Jansen, Michael Jansen, Michael Jackson, when he used to dance and sing at the same time. And I'll do that as well. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he wasn't singing this at the same thriller, time. Thriller night. <laughs> I don't think they're going to welcome my entrance to next year's podcast. <laughs> I, I, I might be banned. Be quite funny. Also, earnest people standing slightly nervous, you know, standing either side of you, and you, you and I moonwalk, and you come up, come up to the stand, and start going. And it's tense here at the beginning of the race. I'm looking, I'm looking at <laughs> You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Oh, I love it. I used to. Re- I, I always remember the early days at BTCC when they could have in uh, in car sort of comms with the drivers live on the race or well not I always like that uh, and all the Tim Harvey had told me all the drivers kind of said no don't want to do that don't well, well, do well, that. well well stop 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 uh-huh. did you just say Tim Harvey told me personally well, it, you were chatting it, with Tim Harvey <laughs> is that a name drop I think you've used Tim Harvey before though so before, okay count. so I'll move on because he said the only person who would agree to or one of the only people who would agree to was John Clellan and the reason that everybody, the, the rest of them said, I don't want that, because they knew that they were effing and jeffing as they were going along. <laughs> and, they and they didn't want to con- they didn't want to have to try and concentrate on speaking to some to the television while they were driving. John, bless him, uh, had said yes, which is why in the early days of there's lots of lovely fruity comments from J. Clell and Desquire uh, whilst he was doing them. Anyway. Now, um, didn't the, didn't the Aussies, I go to credit the Aussies again, because I think they pushed the technology with cars. Uh, and ca- their cars and cameras, and indeed cameras in cars, um, and also talking to uh, drivers as they uh, went around a great race. Was it a great race? <laughs> a great race, Bathurst, mate. Mount Mount Panorama. Mount which Panorama, sounds, which sounds like there ought to be sort of the gods of Marvel living up there. But I think that's just I do. Tables. It's awesome. I love it on Gran Turismo. I do too, but I hate the way the AI breaks the cars. You get to the top, and I think it's the second left-hander, which is really fast. But if you're following a car, it breaks at the apex, and if you're too close, you anyway. Bearing in mind that you worked on me to do this podcast, I need to work on you to actually stop racing AI and come and race me in a lobby on Gran Turismo, because uh, racing people is so much better than racing AI. However, what's caught your eye, Scott? What's caught my eye? Well, um, I'm a big fan of fly cars because I Are remember you? when they. I remember, yeah, I remember when they were new and they were the thing. They were. Just I amazing. remember those halcyon days. Yeah, and um, oh, they kind of stopped for a little while. I think. I mean, I stopped buying slot cars, but they kind of stopped anyway. The, before they stopped, they were doing uh, lots of rally cars, and they did sort of the Audi and various things. But they did the Renault Five Turbo, the mid-engine sort of wide arches, lovely little thing. And I think it's a great slot car. It looks really nice, possibly tiny bit overscale, um, but it was. It, you take the magnet out, and it just slides about. It's exactly like the real thing, as far as I'm concerned. 
uh, and there's a million great liveries for it. Anyway, they're still making it, and they're still bringing out fresh liveries, uh, and there's about another half a dozen just been announced. Um, and although I've got a few of them already, and I should be growing up and mature and say, I don't need any more bits of plastic with a microscopically thin layer of different paint on them, because that's effectively what I'd be buying. But then I saw the pictures of the Lucky Strike-sponsored one, Ooh. and I thought, oh, I need that. And do you know what really tips me over the edge? The wheels. The, those, I think they're goatee wheels, are they? Anyway, if I'm pronouncing that right. Anyway, whatever the wheels on the car were, but they're sort of two colours. There's a slightly bronzy, coppery, in a spooky bit and in an aluminium room it just it reeks it reeks of the 1970s it's fantastic i think that, that that's the reason you need to buy them is because we grew up in the 1970s and anything that reeks of the 1970s be it james hunt or uh, a cigarette sponsorship on a car a livery indeed is that the first mention yeah i think so um <laughs> then you have to do it the the liveries were so much better always oh, done it again the liveries were so much better uh, back in the day, and so that's that's where our warm and fuzzy places, Scott. I I don't understand the wheels, and also I have a question, um, and I don't know whether I wasn't listening to you saying it already, so I apologise. <laughs> but <laughs> well, my, you're not listening to me. That never happens. <laughs> is is the little Renault? Uh, Renault. It's, Renault. Not, it's not. It's not front engined, is it? No, no, there's going to be a new Fly Renault 5, which is a model of the front-engined car. Very confusing. Now, this is huh? the, the Group B mid-engined, or do you mean the actual model of the car? So no, the no, 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 no. Now you've properly confused me. The okay. let me, Fly let me Renault recap. 5 is a uh-huh. Toyboat. Oh, and the engine was in the back. You're right. Sorry. The engine sorry, was in the sorry, back. Sorry. So, yep. so the, mo- the model is a, a Sidewinder. Uh, authentic, because Fly put the motor where it really was, whenever they could. And I know everybody hates the ones with the motor up front. I do. I, I don't. I love them. They're great. Um, You're a fool. No, I just like things that are different, that's all. Um, well, that's foolish. The, there you go. The, the run of <laughs> fives are good. But they are. They showed, was it just towards the end of last year or in springtime, a new model of a more recent Renault 5, which is the regular body shape, but the front-wheel right. drive car. Uh, but I don't believe the, the slot model is front-wheel drive. It's just the, it's a model of a front-wheel drive car. That's very so, confusing. Uh, and you don't want to confuse me. Um, so the Spirit model, which I had one of once upon a time, and was very disappointed with because it was massive. Well, it was, it was weirdly proportioned. Was that a Turbo? It was, was a turbo, that? yeah. It was, it was. A, it's a, as I'm a, as far as I know, there are three models of the Renault Five Turbo, which is the Group B car. So there's the Fly one, which I think are the most authentic models. There's the Spirit one, which is, um, shall we say, caricature. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair, it's yeah. A caricature. It, you know what it is, but it's probably not dimensionally accurate. And then there was the SCX Stroke Spanish Electrics. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm about is, to eBay one of those. All oh, right. Well, proper. I mean, they're 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 nice little <clears throat> things. They're, they're they're probably scale actually because they're they're quite small. But, the SCX. Um, yeah. Yes, the SCX is quite. I mean, you put an SCX next to the Spirit, and it's like a double decker bus has come alongside. Yeah, di- um, different thing. Yeah, completely wrong. So I, I'm curious still, what kind of size hubs? Presumably the hubs are small on a fly, so you can't. It's not Euro standard hub. You can't put a slotted tire on it or anything. 
Why you're would you asking want to? the wrong man? Oh, I'm asking at? the wrong man about tires. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, anywho, yeah, yeah. this is my opportunity to hijack uh, the podcast because you didn't want to mention it, but I do want to mention it. And there's a hook here. There is a hook. Oh, what, okay. One we've. Yeah, it'll be brief. It'll be brief. We've mentioned the Spirit Renault Five. Renault Five. Um, and we've mentioned. I've mentioned the delight of old liveries, and um, Avant Slot are doing more liveries on their spirit in uh, their incarnation of the spirit 635 and although you uh, loathe and despise the images they have so far shown the kind of uh, cad cad drawings <clears throat> which you described in a certain way which i did write down but i won't share with the listener <laughs> <laughs> i'll share that with the patrons hey um <laughs> we, we don't do patrons man. um but they got some corking liveries out and they're classic uh i don't know if they're spa or where they are but they that sharky shape of the 635 with certain liveries. Come on, Simon, you know you want to do it. You know you want to do it. I can't buy the Avant slot ones because I just can't. They're not good enough. Well, a bit like the illustrations then. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. I mean, I fought really hard not to buy the Marlboro one, but there's a there's two in that um suggestion that they're going to do three new ones there's two of them i just think oh i bet that's going to be sweetly pretty when i see it in the flesh this is and this so just to clarify for listeners you're talking about a, a bmw and you don't like BMWs. i don't like bmws no 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 but, uh, yeah yeah okay no i just wanted to make sure we were, we're all on the same page um, yeah, yeah. For, every, uh, for those who haven't seen the illustrations this is a big re- television on radio uh, my disappointment at the illustrations of the upcoming liveries is that the uh the shape of the car is uh, so not accurate to be. Uh, <laughs> so to... that is just the computer drawing, Scott. That isn't how the thing is going to look in real well, life. I'm sure if you asked the computer to draw, it would come up with a better drawing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I just you know to put my uh, to put my old selling cars hat on. I think if you're selling something at a premium price, which you hope commands a certain uh, or conveys a certain level of quality, then I think you're, the illustration that you used when you first announced it would probably be better off uh, a little bit more accurate. But anyway, that's just me. That's just me. I like you though. I, I think this sort of trend that we're, we're discerning, we're certainly not leading. We're discerning for seventies, uh, eighties spa, 24 hour race uh, liveries. So European touring car championship. So BMWs, the XGS, uh, so we say the Camaros, Camaro. uh, the Capri. So we're all for that. So uh, keep slot car manufacturers of the world keep making uh, European touring car. Uh, Wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't it be good if we could persuade the uh, Maurizio brothers to manufacture some Group A cars of that era? Okay, yeah, that would be a whole new uh, class for them, wouldn't it? I think it would. It's the, what what group? Oh is no, the skyline? no, yeah, the oh, skyline. No, sorry, yeah, yeah, mm. you're right. Sorry, I mean, I, I'm... slightly earlier vintage is what I'm after now. Okay, because I'm, I'm insatiable in my desire to consume plastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, except though, uh, we were going to go on from my love of Rally Renault Five Turbos, uh, and you noticed there was uh, an additional livery being offered, which wasn't a competition one. No, and it's it, interesting though, isn't it? The way. Oh, hang mm-hmm. on, what are we talking about now? The, I interrupted the, you. I apologise. 
No, no, you, you're the one that mentioned I didn't even notice it. I was blinded by the wheels of the Lucky Strike car. You went through and said, ah, there's a, a non-racing livery car which has got a movie tie-in, and you questioned. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> I questioned whether it was... Uh, how do they do it? I've forgotten now how they do it, but they do everything they can to not say James Bond 007, but it will come with a secret agent figure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it says movie tie-in comes with secret agent figure, yeah. um, which tells us it, immediately that Fly aren't chipping out for the license from James Bond, which I assume is a hideously expensive thing. So fair enough. It does beg the question: what the secret agent figure is going to be wearing? Um, oh, well, I say he's going. I reckon he's going to be wearing a bow tie and um, you know dinner jacket, and he's going to be very smart. Except I don't know what what film is it. From the Renault 5 Turbo. The I way you say I've... Turbo, Scott, is just, uh, it's music to my ears. Turbo. Say it again. <laughs> Turbo. Turbo. Brilliant. Um, I don't know, really, because I kind of gave up on James Bond films after um, Diamonds Are Forever. So. Oh, really? That's sad. Well, you I've don't seen know the... what happened to him in the last one, then. I do, I do. I mean, I've seen oh. them, but I, I, don't, I don't remember them in any great detail, is what I'm saying. Um, talking of... So that yeah, so it's a James Bond, but also a James Bond link to a new uh, Skeletric car. Uh, this is once again, Scott. This is all just so seamless. The way you stitch these pieces together, it's it's, it's almost genius. like I plan it. How I, come this, the PC haven't been in touch? Yet, trying to get you to work for them now. How do you know they haven't? Ah, no, this could be the last episode, dear listener, well, as he goes off to uh, I'm not, finer things. I'm not saying anything, but you know how Tucker Carlson got fired last week? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this, <laughs> Moving on. The, the new Skeletric James Bond Goldfinger Mustang Convertible, which was announced at the beginning of the year, uh, and we believe from Simon's excellent presentation that it's the first Skeletric car with a female figure driving. There have been others. Fly for one. I've got one. I think there've been others. But, uh, but this car is actually. I think Simon is is. You need to give him that three quid back because I think he's just, he's just analysing the things that trigger you, and he's he's focusing in. You don't like uh, road cars. Nope. You don't like. You don't. You don't like white cars. Nope. <laughs> and I can't remember what's the third thing you don't like. There's anyway. Uh, well, I, I'm hoping you weren't going to say, and you don't like women. <laughs> You misogynist <laughs> sod, you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're no, dead no. set against them, aren't you? Uh, no, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't. No, that. I would but refer you that... back to my musings about Bo Derek in earlier yeah, episodes. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, I'm off There's a third thing. There's a three things you've told me. You don't like road cars, you don't like white cars. I can't remember what the other one is. I thought, this just ticks all of your or crosses all of your boxes rather than text. Well, the, the thing that has me annoyed, uh, not particularly, but I don't understand. Well, I do understand because they obviously needed that um, bench seat in the back. Like the turning of the motor on its side will, will obviously mess with the dynamics of the machine and, and affect its performance. However, it's a road car, so whatever. Who cares? Although they, yeah. they will be doing, they have done already. What am I talking about? They've done racing car versions already. But I, I do, I do want. I believe my life needs a little one thirty seven Mustang, and I've yet to see one that actually floats me boat. Ah, uh, other not- than the, the Revel one, I think I've mentioned before. But my experience with Revel cars is not good. 
Um, so I'm not sure that I would commit to that. Okay. Uh, well, have you not got one of the Trans Am Skeletric ones? You must have one of those. Nope. Oh, well, there you go. Well, call yourself well, all, I've got, all I've got from Trans Am is the Camaro. Yeah, well, Z twenty eight. Yeah. The, oh, what, by the, the way, the uh, contemporary in North America, you are pronouncing Z incorrectly. Just to point that out to you, <laughs> Z twenty eight. Before we move on, a little, another electric announcement, which is a road car, which I caught definitely caught my eye when it was announced. So everybody went sort of bananas for the white Kuntash to pronounce it, I think, correctly, um, and a lot. Great. I, I didn't buy it because I've got an auto art one in red. Then there was the red Monte Carlo pace car, which kind of went, ooh, bright, shiny uh, thing. Yeah, it was that tempting. Was kind of, it was very yeah. tempting. But now they've shown actual pictures of the Walter Wolf dark blue uh, and that's that. There's a real danger I'll have to get one of those. That is, really? Because it's, it's blue. Yeah. I mean, in blue. I cars. think I'd have gone with the Monaco, correct pronunciation. Uh, not. Um, <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, I think I'd have more gone with the red one than the blue one. But that's, uh, road that's cars, the- technically, so no, can't be done. But that's because you, you've got this theory about needing to see things in the dark corners of a church hall, haven't you? Well, I should explain to new <laughs> listeners. That's, that, that's not because he's hiding out. It's because where he races is a church, a very quaint sort of medieval church hall in Oxfordshire. I mean, if Midsummer Murders ever do a slot car themed episode, it'll be filmed uh, where Pedro <laughs> goes racing. Um, and anyway, the, that, that, the corpse will be found in the dark corner. Uh, in the piano corner of uh, the Ramsden Memorial Hall. Yeah, it, you. Um, I need to be able to see the car in the corner, otherwise. <laughs> and increasingly, because the lighting in there is so rubbish. But increasingly, I find I can't race the Lotus, the Ronnie Peterson's Lotus Seventy Two. I just can't do it because it goes. I lose track of it for about I don't know three seconds out of a eight second lap. It's just not. I can't see it. <laughs> Just as well, slaughter handling is so good, really. Um, mm. Speaking of slaughter and good handling, um, I think genuinely oh, more seamless work here. Seamless uh, pictures and the announcement of the first, and I think the first of a great many, of the LMP2 Oreca um, from Slotit. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I sort of real LMP2 kind of does that with me as well. It's the poor relation. You've got the LMP1 or the hypercar, which are the it's the premier division of endurance racing, and then you've got the GT3 cars, which are all the you know the street fighting knuckle bare knuckle boys at the back, and Decent in the middle cars. are the LMP2s sort of running around wishing that they were LMP1s. Um, but um, <laughs> nevertheless, the, the, nevertheless, it's a very popular class. I watched a short documentary about this real car. And it's estimated that there are over two hundred of them have been built over the years. Um, so, from slot, it's uh, sweat the mould point of view. There are going to be endless livery. If you thought the nine five six nine six two uh, mould was a was a rich pickings, then this one should be. Um, ah, but will there be? Because I don't think LMP uh, one or two appeals in quite the same way as the Group C does. Because we're talking nostalgia, we're talking old gets like thee and me, and. I- Certainly, 
in this particular sample, it's a 50% split. You like LMPs. I think they're dull. And I won't be buying one. Well, you say that about everything, yet you've got how many, sl- how many slot cars do you presently own to the nearest? Don't, don't to the tell ne- them about the Shadow DN4 that I bought. Shh. You, yeah, oh, you didn't tell me you'd bought a Shadow DN4. That's because I didn't. I'm not buying one because it's black. I won't be able to see it in the corner. And it doesn't appeal to me because it's a wingy car type thing. Move on. LMPs. Uh, yeah. I was warning you up. Sorry. All right. No, with the LMP, the Eureka, I think, is a really um, – the, the launch livery, if I can use that terminology, is not one that particularly appeals to me, but there are so many liveries for this car over the years, even the current years, um, that I look forward to those those coming. So I think, it's, I think it's going to be a significant car because for competitions, for people who buy slotted cars for racing, I mean, that's going to be you know, lots of them. I hope so. Speaking of Le Mans, two things call to mind. Uh, I got it wrong last time. I said I didn't think Michael Fassbinder and his Matt Green um, Porsche uh, is uh, going to be racing at Le Mans this year, but he is. He will be. He's, he's been racing in the European Le Mans series, and they've got an entry for the big proper race. Um, but I've only been watching the World Championship, so that's why I hadn't seen him. Um, but also the other thing we saw was the uh, there was a big 24-hour race which Scale Auto was promoting, certainly on Instagram with photographs. Huge. I mean, uh, it's difficult to convey quite how huge the track was, and it was mirrored, I think, at least once, if tracks, not four yeah. times. Tracks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, staggering amounts. And we both looked at these pictures and said, I'd really love to take part in the race, but I have to be honest, I wouldn't want to be spending it must be days and days building the tracks and then taking them down again. Um, but, so uh, hat, uh, hats off to the people who do, but yeah. And also it's the, I mean, you're, you're going to race, but you're also going to have to marshal. And I think you have to marshal for quite a while. I know at, um, in the UK when they do the Le Mans thing, uh, it's all done on the floor. This looked like it was raised and, and the marshals had seats to sit in, whereas uh, I can't remember where it is they do it now in the UK, but you get you get a yoga mat to lie on and that's it while you're marshalling. And I don't think from prone is the best way to do speedy marshalling. Also, if it's a 24-hour race, from prone, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> so there will be a lot of shouting at me as a marshal, and I'm not used to that. Nobody shouts at me when I'm marshal. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, no, I think it may, it's a bit like the rallies, slot car rallies, when you see pictures from Spain of you know entire buildings filled with elaborate landscapes, yeah. tracks. Uh, uh, it's yeah, I, 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 you know, for all the fact that we invented it, I think. Can we claim did Spain invent? <laughs> I'm claiming it's a British invention. Anyway, um, I certainly our Italian and. And Spanish friends are definitely better at putting on sort of big race events and big rally events. They just do it all um, so much better, don't they? Um, I mean, I constantly, I follow quite a lot of uh, peeps on the Instagram. And when I look at photos that they're posting of their club rooms, they just seem to have fantastic facilities. I mean, not, you know, I'm not talking McLaren Technical Centre facilities, but, you know, we have to meet in a dingy lit memorial hall and we can barely afford that um these folks have got fantastic spaces and i get jealous but i doff my hat because that that um 24 hour thing that scale auto did was uh, quite superb did you see 
the last clip that they produced was like a countdown five four three two one the race is over we and then i commented there was a as soon as the one there was a mass bundle for the door because nobody wanted to help pack away which is typical of the british club scene well you oh, said- i apologize dear listener if i've got a new microphone i've got a new setup i've got everything here and my stomach is rumbling like a loon and i fear the microphone might be picking it up <laughs> so i apologize oh. That was a beautiful, wonderfully, wonderfully clever way of working in the your new kit announcement. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it's made a difference. I see I'm going into the red there, actually. Oh, oh I've got a little like... flashy thing that tells me I'm going into the red. That actually, oh, maybe I've been in the red quite a lot. Anyway, but it, I did okay. I tell you, my microphone is a slotted microphone. In that, what, what, what? It, it's a, it's a, I can't pronounce the name, the actual name of it, but it's a C1. And that's the type of tire they do. And the box of tricks that it's plugged into is uh, M Audio, and that's like M Sport. So I've kept it car. Well done, well done. Mm. This is like me when I'm going to buy a new gas boiler, uh, and I'm going to buy a Valiant one because all of those Porsches. That were... <laughs> the, mar- the marketing works, boys. It just takes fifty years to come into effect. Um, now, time for confessions. Are you are you Ooh. ready? Are you ready, Father Pedro, to hear my confession? Oh, uh, yes, my son, you have sinned. Yes. The background to all this is uh, Pedro does all the tuning and buying hubs and shaving his chassis. What do you, what, shaving your chassis? Say, say it for the audience, please. Uh, you mean Sean Connery? Yeah. I don't know if I can shave my chassis. <laughs> anyway, I don't do any of that nonsense. I take them out of the box, take the magnet out, and I play with them. Um, but I've had a number of, uh, not necessarily that old, I know cars which are maybe only a couple of years old, three years old, where the tyres have kind of gone off um, and they're kind of too slip slidey. It's like driving on ice, which is not that great. Uh, and then I heard, in fact, a big shout out to Dave Kennedy on Slot Car News because it was him that showed what to do. A certain uh, aftermarket tyre that would fit straight on this hub and would solve the problem. So my big barrier to all of this tuning thing is it's just like it's this big it's word spaghetti there's numbers and words and codes and i don't understand the offsets and things. I, say, I just want a little bit of rubber to make my car go better so this was great because he gave us the number ordered them off show and cars arrived pulled off the old tires put on the new ones and boom two seconds a lap faster not that time matters but what did matter and i should say this is on a carrera Porsche 911 GT3. It now laps pretty much on same par with a sideways GT3. So I'm excusing this this descent into the dark side of aftermarket tuning because it's kind of equaling up some of my cars. Just because I had them in my hand and I thought, I wonder what if I tried the tyres on this Skeletric 911, my faff car, which I love, and boom! Trans, I mean, it's so quiet and smooth, and it'll lap almost, you know, you were talking fractions of a tenth or the same as the sideways car. So delighted from that point of view, that thrill of excitement. But um, I'm stood there going, on the one hand, this is great. They only cost about £1.50 each per tyre, so £3 per car. That's not expensive. And then I looked at how many GT3s from Carrera and Skeletrics I've got, and I think... That's quite a lot of tires, and then what about the what about the Group Five and whatever? So I feel as though I've kind of yeah, I'm walking along the edge of a precipice, 
no, mean, no, 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 no. And it's a little, and it's a little bit crumbly. You know that sort of weird ah, footing, and that the you know, the foot kind of slips and some rocks crumble and go down. Okay, feel, so you I think feel, you're you think you're on the safe side still? I was uh, listening to all that and thinking, oh, he's he's fallen. He's one of us now. He's going to be <laughs> go, talking about torque and magnetic effect of different motors. He's going to be talking his gearing out, and then he'll go the full hog, sadly, and be lost to us because he'll be involved in three D printed chassis, and we know that <laughs> we know where that goes. No. Um, <laughs> Well, do you know, I just realized uh, this is a self-denial, of course, because earlier in the year I brought a, bought a true speed controller. Have you plugged um, it in yet? Have you wired it up yet, Scott? Uh, well, I used it. I've used it twice. Oh, I used it yesterday briefly. Um, had a very pleasant afternoon uh, talking nonsense about slot cars and all sorts of other stuff. And uh, With uh, friend of the show. Friend, friend of the show, Dopamine, as he's known yeah. on Slot Car Forum. Um, well, 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 it's not Slot Car Forum. It's Slot Forum. Oh, slot Forum. The best. I should know. I should know because we were involved yeah, in setting you were, it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I, member number seven or something? Yeah. I, I thought I was seven. Oh, maybe uh, I'm eight. I don't, I don't, I they don't show the numbers anymore. That was after the software update, we lost our. Uh, uh, I was. Medal. I was. I was there before it existed. I was like, you know, one of. Um, quite literally. Anyway, enough of all of that. So that was good fun. So yes, I, I have the point I was making is that sort of somewhat subconsciously, you know, I bought a controller with knobs on. I'm yeah, buying NSR yeah, tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the time, oh. if you actually wanted to go faster, Scott, what could you have done? Turn up the voltage, which Just I do anymore. actually. My track, I, I still pull like a little standard wall warp transformer thing, and I regularly, when I get the old SCX cars out, or even the older electric ones, bang it up to 12 volts and bring the old dinosaurs to life. <gasps> it's fantastic. Oh, you give them a full 12 volts, do you, Scott? Oh. Do you? Do you, Scott? For, do you? Give them 12 volts, do you? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. You. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to tell anybody this, but sometimes for the really no. sleepy ones, no. I go... I go all the way to oh. it's 12, 14 or whatever it goes up to. <gasps> have you, have you, uh, I, I, all sees this, I think this is one of the genius things in the polycar set is it's a little transformer. It's not much bigger than a plug and they supply it with a little key, uh, which is just like a screwdriver really. And you just click and you can go all the way from, I think, six to 14 volts. And I um, heard that was in order to, um, could be urban myth, but that was in order to me make it possible for kids to not get super dis, disenchanted with the fact that they were spearing off at um, silly speeds. You can c turn down the voltage, turn down mm. the speeds, keep them involved, slowly build it up. Exactly. It's, no, it's, mm. I, I run mine, my track at nine volts most of the time. Plenty fast those, enough. Those Maurizio brothers know what they're doing when they're not doing they do. plumbing. Did you get the reference? <laughs> well, I've got the reference. I've got the reference. Um, which is the second costume superhero reference that I've had. Because when we were oh, talking about... we're on we were fire with this seamless nonsense. When we were talking about you broadcasting from the... Th and I thought, you're going to look like Captain Carrera. And uh, for those of you who don't know, there is a Captain Carrera. Um, he's a promotion figure. Um, and you can even buy uh, a figure, a scale figure for the layout. Uh, and he's got a red and black suit on, suit, you know, typical superhero stuff. But he's got coming out of, I think, his chest, 
Steady. He's got cables and he's got controllers in his hand. <laughs> Has he? I didn't uh, see yes. that. Oh my and lord! <laughs> and I think I think his head. Whoa! Uh, is his sort of helmet, if you'll excuse the expression, is a kind of stylized <laughs> controller. Oh, uh, I looked it, at that and thought, what the hell is that? Some kind of weird yeah. Russian army general yeah. thing. So no, I, think, I have to. I, oh. I think if anybody from Carrera is listening, and uh, there is still time. You know, Pedro is going to be racing. At, <laughs> at, no way at, am I wearing that. If you'd like to send us one of the promotional <laughs> uh, f- costumes with the built-in muscles, uh, then we that would will be needed. Def- we'll definitely uh, get him to wear it while he's racing. I, I I will go ahead with that if you also send the four dolly birds in their jumpsuits that were in the photo uh, next to Captain sorry, that I saw. Sorry, it's it's twenty twenty three. You're not allowed to refer to. Um, no, I am a, <laughs> I am a totally unreconstructed male of the species, uh, Soz. Uh, I, I, so, uh, hang uh, on. Uh, do please tell me that the cables for the controllers that come out of his chest do not start in the nipple area. I'd have to Google. I haven't got. I haven't got a Captain Carrera to hand. <laughs> No. Which, I, which I think is a good thing. And, and I applaud uh, but, you for that decision. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sure if you Google it. But there's also, I mean, we're talking, there's also a Skeletric superhero. Uh, and I should do the research before we do the show. But one of the catalogues <laughs> back in the 80s, I think they utilised a kind of strip cartoon format. Uh, and there was a for want of a better description, Captain Skeletric, uh, who featured sort of saving the world using that year's new products. Um, almost, inevitably, almost inevitably using a Porsche 911 Turbo because I think that was in the catalogue for longer than any other car. But um, yes, I've got it somewhere. I've got it somewhere. Um, again, oh, sure. it'll be find, one of your carrier find, bags. <laughs> it'll be one of... Well... <laughs> Along with this single plastic hay bale, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in carry bag. I did find I had I had cause to dig out the catalogue for 2007, as you do. I'm sure you find hang, the hang same on. thing. What cause was that? <laughs> why why were you suddenly driven like a man possessed to go? I must find the catalogue for 2007. No, it's the 50th anniversary catalogue, so I was interested to see what was what was. Um, but inside the front cover of the catalogue, I found a, a, a torn-off corner of paper, which obviously was something to do with work because it's got a, an agenda on the other side of it. <laughs> and uh, to a, uh, some meeting or other in 2007, I wasn't paying attention because it's got my list that I was going to send to scale models uh, to order some new uh, gear. Uh, so it's quite interesting to see the things that I'd gone through the catalogue and identified which what I was going to buy. Um, but this doesn't make very good radio, so we might come back to that. But it's <laughs> in, look, looking through the old stuff, there's things which I've got most of it, actually, and, I, and I'm now wondering why I didn't buy some of them. I obviously felt I was being too extravagant. I um, Yeah, I think all my Christmas lists have um, bitten the dust, fortunately, from when I was a kid. But I, I figure Skeletrix and Action Man would have figured quite high on both of those. Can I just take issue? Um, where, oh, my Lord. I really hope the microphone isn't picking this up because my stomach is properly going for it. I need a sandwich. Um, sorry, don't shake your head like that. I need to take issue with you because you were praising Mr. David Kennedy for his uh, tire talk, uh, which could become a new feature of this show, we thought. <laughs> tire, tire talk. Tire talk. Tire yeah. talk. Um, 
But he dissed. He dissed the concept and the idea of the Land Rover and uh, as a Skeletrix car. And I, I could well be wrong here, but I think they're going to make a fortune out of that model. How dare he? How dare he? I think, I think to be very fair and accurate, I don't think he dissed it. He said it's a lovely thing and he could see why Skeletrix do it. No. He just didn't think it would sell wild. You could see why it would sell well in Britain, but he didn't think it would necessarily sell well in America. Outside, yeah, in the ex-colonies, yeah. yeah. In the former colonies, yeah, in the former, former colonies. colonies. Uh, um, but I don't think, uh, we don't know really. I mean, I know, for example... Um, I think it's the new shadow. I think there will be so much buzz <laughs> about it on social media. <laughs> Everyone's going to be talking about the guy. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, I, I can't. Yes, well, you may be right. You may be right. I mean, I don't, or I, don't, I may well I don't be think wrong. Think so, but yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> right. uh, but like, uh, yeah, it. But it fall, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got me. I know it's a road car, and you don't buy road cars and blah blah blah. I'm. Ah. It, it ticks my box because it's kind of an unusual slot car, and I it quite is. like unusual slot cars. I think I will probably buy one. Ooh, you see. Mm-hmm. And I what, think uh, I will probably buy one of every Landy variant that they bring out, other than the Golf livered one, obviously, um, as part of my pension planning. Is that when there's a Golf liveried Landy? Is that officially when Electric have jumped the shark? No. <laughs> yes, it is. I think they jumped the shark with the Golf liveried Pagini, whatever it's called. No, that was that was they jumped the shark with Golf ages ago. Oh. Shabby is as Shabby does. As my mother was wont to say. As but this harks back to what we thought people bought in airport lounges. But uh, anyway, mm. they clearly sell them. They clearly they wouldn't do them if they didn't sell them. Ah, oh, the... people are fools. I mean, some <laughs> some people listen to this, and then some people actually produce this. <laughs> so who who's just invested in a whole load of new equipment for it? Oh wait. <laughs> How many slot cars was it? What, I mean, you don't tell. You know, it's too vulgar to ask what it cost. But, but how, how many, many slot cars? Your scale. You, um, my scale. I, are we talking? Are we talking? Are we talking a Skeletric car? We're talking more than two Skeletric cars. Although I'm struggling <gasps> to exactly remember how much a Skeletric car is. Um, one and well, three quarters, five eighths, uh, six sevenths of a slot. It. So it was an investment. So we really wow. need people to buy that merch, Scott. The and merch, sign up merch, to the Patreon. The merch is available. Uh, What's the thing click- Dave does? Dave does buy me coffee or something. Is that a way of getting money out of people? Well, it, it is. There's a, a thing. For no return. <laughs> Zero a thing, return. No, there's a thing called, uh, I think it's buy a coffee. So you basically, it's a, a, a website that you can sign up to and somebody says, I've enjoyed what you've done. You've entertained me for 45 minutes. Uh, they have you know, two dollars or three dollars or whatever the price of a coffee. So, because uh, we like to think this is this is just like sitting down in Starbucks and listening to two old farts talk about slot cars. Um, oh, I will never no, sit down in Starbucks. How dare you? But you My always stand really up. going for it. I do apologise again. I hope this new microphone isn't that good that it's picking up all this rumbling. Um, well, maybe is, is there a British there. version of um, "Buy Me a Bitter" or "Buy Me a Cup of Tea"? <laughs> Dot com. Buy me, buy me a copper, a cup, a cup. <laughs> well, if there isn't, 
get this afternoon's task, dear friend, is for oh, you to no. create register the domain name and get on with building it so we can find No, because I've got to finish rebuilding habit. the Oxford website that I destroyed ages ago and haven't got around to building. I'll, I'll do it, lads. I apologise. I'll do it tomorrow. But only after he's had a sandwich. What are you going to have on your sandwich? Just Hmm. I've got hmm. some ham. I've, I'm going to hard boil some eggs and <gasps> some mayonnaise. But I haven't got any avocado. And I do like me avocado at lunch. That's quite posh, actually. I'll just have some toast. Anyway. I'll have my avocado on toast. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, very cosmopolitan. Right, enough about food, enough about all this nonsense. He's, he's delete more delirious than usual because he's hungry, so we shall call it <laughs> we shall call it a day. Episode twenty, the Gulf Porsche of uh, talking utter slot. I'll say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Next week, next week we're going to be talking about what we're going to buy at Gaiden. What you're going to buy, because I'm going to be too busy getting to the podium. Maybe. Say goodbye, Pedro. Goodbye, Pedro. You're not saying anything because you know I'll record it and put it on at the end. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do. (laughs) 